Hey everybody, welcome to the Ohio Bigfoot Podcast, brought to you by the Ohio Bigfoot Research and Investigation Center, the OhioBigfootProject.com, and uh, Mike Hartman here, and tonight I'm not going to bore you with any uh, fancy intro music or video tricks, because I know that your time is valuable, and you guys are my favorite listener, you. You're my favorite listener. So I'm not going to waste your time with anything. Well, now that that's out of the way. So, over the weekend, I was down at um, Wills Creek. Sucked. Totally sucked. Because what they got going on at Wills Creek now is in Coshocton County, Ohio, it is now legal to use UTVs on the public roadway. So the entire time I was there in the evening, these guys run until like 3 in the morning too. It's horrible. But you have UTVs going up and down the road, which is basically a glorified four-wheeler. And it's not even a four-wheeler. It's, it's, it's a little girl's car is what they are. And um, it, UTVs are for people who can't ride motorcycles. Me, I ride on two wheels. UTVs are for people who can't even handle a four-wheeler. They need the steering wheel. Okay, so anyways, all night, all you heard was burp, and it was annoying as hell, and you couldn't hear a thing over top of all these UTVs. How all these people can afford these UTVs is beyond me to start with because I work for a living and sadly some of them didn't so they must have a little bit of side gig going on if you know what I mean but um anyways yeah it was super annoying and uh, Wills Creek has been flooded so then I decided I was going to go over to Woodbury which was flooded, but the water receded. However, it washed out all of the roads, and I had to make several U-turns. I almost got stuck a couple times, and finally I was like, screw it, and went home. And the next night I went to Mohican State Park, Mohican Memorial Forest, my alma mater, I guess you could say. That's where I used to go to when I would skip school. Um, not that I ever skipped school. And uh, actually, my first trip there, I was still in my mom's womb. So it's literally been visiting this park my entire life, and I absolutely love it. I've hiked almost every inch of it over... 46 years so in one way or another and uh yeah i just love the park it's fantastic and i had some insane vocalizations uh my camera picked them up but i could not get them to play for you the listeners so i could hear them they actually hurt my ears 
but my mic didn't pick them up. Well, my mic picked them up to where I can hear it, but somewhere between going from my camera through the little magical wire into the program, processing, spitting out to you via YouTube, they get lost. That was my furnace blower. It's okay. And uh, I heat with a wood-burning furnace. That's all I heat with is wood. So, but anyways, yeah, so insane crazy great vocalizations sorry about the blower noise i can try to tune it down a little bit but not too nope looks like we're just gonna have to live with it okay um well anyways while i was there i uh i recorded a took a couple pictures recorded a footprint and a lot of people keep asking me why, because this was a super fresh print. Um, I'll put pics of it up after the end of this video, except for those of you who are listening via the podcast. You'll just have to go to YouTube and fast forward to the end of the video or simply just go to www.theohiobig.com or ohiobigfootproject.com and look under evidence pics and there'll be a picture of a fresh muddy footprint so um yeah anyways uh i'm gonna put pics of this print up but a lot of people ask me and i do mean a lot <coughs> Yeah, so a lot of people ask me why I didn't cast or make a cast of that print. <sighs> okay, what I'm about to say, and I know it's not you guys, not you, my favorite listeners and viewers. It's uh, the 30-year-old guy living in his mom's basement who, um, oh, you, you got to collect that Bigfoot evidence when you're out there. That's evidence. You got to have that Bigfoot evidence. You got to have out there uh, footprint, you know. You got you to gotta make sure that you've got that footprint going on. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, you, you got to collect that evidence. And I, I did. I took a video of it and I took a picture of it. I have it. Um... But I don't do... I've only made two plaster casts in my entire life. And both of them I've thrown away. For me, a plaster cast... And like I said, some of you are probably going to hate me for saying this. Is I'm a bow hunter. I've been a bow hunter for 30 years. I hang out with other bow hunters. I have friends who are other bow hunters. And when you go to their house... There is uh, deer mounts all around the room. Every room of the house has deer heads hanging off of it. 30 years of bow hunting, I do not own a single mount. I do not have a single mount. I have zero mounts. And because I don't need the mental masturbation of, Oh, hey, see that deer right there? I shot that deer. It was a Wednesday around 3 p.m. You know, I, I I don't care. I don't need to exploit whether or not I'm a bow hunter or a good bow hunter. Okay, I don't need to show off antlers or anything. I, my freezer is full. That's 
where my um that's my trophy is those awesome wild game meals that I make so I don't need to have antlers I don't need to have heads stick severed heads sticking around my house um and it's the same thing with footprints I have absolutely no use for them the only thing a footprint tells me is whether or not the area is active with Bigfoot. That's it. Period. That's all it tells me. So I look for them. I love finding them. But once I've found them, I don't care. I don't care about the print itself. Now what I do like to do is I like to open up my maps. And I like to look around and think... Where was the animal coming from and why? And then I like to think about where was the animal going and why? Why did it choose to particularly step right here? Now, with that being said, if I started finding footprints a lot, and I was finding great ones. And someone like uh, Dr. Jeff Meldrum said, Hey, I need you to start casting prints. And I want you to send me all the prints you find. I would do that for him. If someone else wanted me to cast prints for them. Hey man, next time you find a print, can you make a cast of it and send it to me? <laughs> sure, no problem. I'll show you how to do it. I'll let you know when I find it. You can come out and we'll cast it together. I'll show you how I make cast. I know how to make cast. I just choose not to. Because my approach to bigfooting is that of a bow hunter. I simply trade my bow for a camera. When I'm bow hunting and I run across a deer print, I don't stop and think well I need to make a plaster cast of that there deer print because I need to match it up to the exact same deer later on okay I don't think there's a Bigfoot researcher alive who's going to see a Bigfoot and be like wait 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 hold up you match my plaster cast is this you Oh, nope, 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 nope. You don't match. I don't want any photographs of you. I don't want to take any videos of you, Bigfoot. You're not the one that matches my plaster cast. You're not the one I'm looking for, so move along. I don't think that's ever happened. Um, <laughs> but And I know it... I don't care about plaster cast, period. I'm sorry. And a lot of people's like, well, you can learn so much about the, the differences of the feet and whatnot. Yeah. And no. Because the foot acts different depending on the environment. For instance, if I was to step in squishy, icky, nasty mud... It's going to squirt up between my toes and it's going to make my toes spread out so they're not going to be in their normal shape. If I'm stepping on a very hard surface, my toes are probably going to stay close together and just squish outwards on the bottom of the pads. But my toe, you know, if I'm going uphill, I'm going to apply more force to the tips of my toes. And so they might dig in a little more. They might spread out a little more. So 
yeah, there's dermal ridges. Yeah, I get it. But I don't care. It doesn't interest me the least. What I like to do is look at the print, look at the maps, see why that footprint is coming from this way and possibly where it's going to. And I found a print one time, and I did just that. I backtracked it as far as I could, and all I noticed is that it dead-ended at this valley. I only found, like, one full print, a partial, and then, like, some bent-down grass. So I only found the one print, but they all led to this valley. And this valley ran right between, um, on the, it lobed up on a hill, and on the opposite side of the hill on the downward side there was a, a house on each side so an animal could run the valley and not be seen by the people in the houses because they were over the crest of the hill and this was down in the valley but what I noticed was that at the very very end of that valley through my binoculars there was a deer feeder and uh Yes, this guy was obviously a hunter. Uh, obviously not a good one because he had to use a deer feeder to bring the deer to him instead of him getting off of his butt and going and finding the deer like I do. But yeah, you know, still, he, he was a deer hunter. We'll at least give him that much. Um, maybe a deer shooter. Um, anyways, but yeah, he had, you know, the, the bait station out there and uh probably had game trail and pictures and oh look at these deer i got around my feeder they start showing up at 5 50 a.m of course the feeder kicks on at six so yeah you know then come hunting season you know why didn't you did you get a deer no i didn't get nothing but it's the darndest thing there's a big pile of rocks all the way around that feeder and dents in it and it was all beat up but i didn't get no deer didn't even see a deer i don't know where they went well your bigfoot got him or he was eating out of your feeder and the guy's spending like 90 dollars a week in corn because usually if you get the high-test deer corn, it's not just corn. It's corn that's been dipped in molasses and salt and seasoned and added some oats and some other yummy stuff. Yeah, the, these footprints, so they led to a valley that led to a deer feeder. So now I know why that animal was running that valley. So I backtracked to the front of the where the toes were pointing. So where's it going after it leaves that valley? You know what I mean? That's kind of what I was curious in. So, yeah, that that's all I care about with tracks. So, no, I didn't cast the print. I don't care to cast a print. I made a video about print casting with uh, spray foam. I mean, I'll gladly give tips on how to make cast. I know how to do it. I'm very good at it. I know there's multiple materials that you can use and uh i just it's my own personal thing that i don't care to collect them i want to see the print i'll take pictures of it i'll take a video of it but then that's as far as my interest goes with the print itself other than what way it was pointing and what's behind it uh, right now, 
everything is uh, flooded around here in Ohio, so this weekend I'm going back out again and I'm going to hit the high country because I know that the low country being flooded, all the animals have to go up to stay dry. So I will be going out again this weekend. I even thought about going out tonight. It's Tuesday, but eh, I figured I'd better stay at home and keep the fire going with the weather changing. It is Ohio. If you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. It'll be something else. Um, but no, I just wanted to clear that up with the prints. And um, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify that. So, but anyways, yeah, I was out at Mohegan State Park. I had some fantastic vocalizations. I had wood knocks. Um, I found this insane fresh track. And I mean fresh track. This thing was, I would guess it to be about 12 hours old or less. Um, probably closer to about four to six hours old it was fresh fresh so that was super awesome i was stoked to find it and i uh yeah it was great i was happy 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 to have those vocalizations going on around me i have upgraded my recorder i'm actually taking my podcast recorder because i can put four microphones point them in four different directions put cones around the mics and then i've made a uh, shotgun mic last night so um i'll make a video on how i make those next um yeah anyways that's all i have going on and uh you know, thanks for tuning in. I'm sorry I haven't done an episode in a while. Uh, I will throw out that I was on an episode of From the Shadows podcast. Uh, I'll put a link to it on the website, too, as soon as I get a chance. But great, great. I really enjoy those guys. I am only talked to the one guy, Shane Groves, but I'm a fan, and I listen to their podcast, and uh, I really like those guys. But, yeah, I was on an episode of From the Shadows if you want to check that out and um i you know i'm on facebook at ohio bigfoot i've got the youtube channel i'm on instagram i'm on tiktok and then i'm on anchor and spotify and google and podcast addict and pretty much it's not that hard to find me mike hartman ohio bigfoot project Ohio Bigfoot Podcast, Ohio Bigfoot Research and Investigation Center. So, yeah. Uh, have a great night, everybody. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll put out another one as soon as I can. I do have some interviews lined up, so there will be more frequently podcasts coming, especially now that I'm able to get out into the field again. So... Yeah, I look forward to doing that. I look forward to getting back out in the field. I had a fantastic time over the weekend. Uh, gas prices could be a little more gentle, but, you know, $30 for seven gallons is a little ridiculous to me right now, but it is what it is. Uh, I might have to uh, switch to motorcycle bigfooting, which, as soon as the weather breaks, I'll probably do that anyways. So... Anyways, everyone, have a great night, and uh, 
Yeah, thanks.